good evening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of your Footy Fantasy Podcast Show. Um, today we are doing a season review of Liverpool and the almost season. Probably the almost greatest season ever that ever happened in football. But they have a lot to talk about. I'm sure they have a lot of um, great things to talk about and definitely a lot of disappointments. I have with me here today a regular Ola Da Vinci and Ryan returning again to come and talk about his beloved Liverpool. Um, it's been a long season. It's been a good I don't know how I'm going to... They, they will tell you what they feel. I don't know if I can call it a great season. I don't know if I'll call it a disappointing one, but maybe somewhere in between. And so we're going to dive right in and talk about Liverpool for the next hour. Before we start, please remember to follow us, subscribe, and drop your live comments. YouTube at Footy Fantasy. Same thing with Facebook, Footy Fantasy. However, on Twitter, it is Footy AD Fantasy. F O O T I E A D F A N T A S Y. And that's only YouTube. The rest is at Footy Fantasy. So let's dive right in. We're going to start with an overall review of the Liverpool season. And I'm going to ask Ryan. I haven't seen you in a while, so I want to hear what you have to say. Tell me, out of 10, what do you rate Liverpool's season? And um, go ahead and give me why. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure. Uh, I would say I would give us a rating of 8.5 out of 10 for the season. Uh, reason being, the season was close to perfect, but close to perfect isn't perfect. Um, the League Cup... And the FA Cup, uh, you know, two trophies that have eluded us for some time. So it was absolutely amazing to, uh, you know, to, to win those once again. Uh, obviously, a lot of people will look at everything and, you know, it, it, the history books don't really remember the losers. They only remember the victors. And coming second to Man City again, you know, horrible, painful. And to, to, to come so close like we did uh, and obviously to lose in the Champions League final, both very, very disappointing, but... I think, you know, even the biggest of trolls will know deep down, although they, they probably will never admit it, they would be envious <laughs> of how our season went. You know, it's easy. You're, they'll say, some people will say you're only as good as your last game. Okay, fair enough. But at the same time, to accomplish as much as we've accomplished this season, you know, there's not a United fan. I don't care what any United fan says. They would love to be in Liverpool's position and know, look, we can just build on, you know, the, the, the near misses as opposed to having to restructure. But for me, eight and a half, I feel is a fair, a fair rating for the season to, to to leave everything up to the final day and to just fall short. Obviously, it's painful, but all round, it was it was a terrific season, I believe. Hola, yeah, a follow up on that, please. Yeah, I, I don't know if people are saying ours is the almost season. Then what will we talk about when we talk about other teams? The no starter season, the season that never started for them. Because if we are almost, that means we almost got there, but they never got started in the first place. So... You, were asked, you were asked to talk about Liverpool, please. <laughs> stay, stay on topic. Stay on topic. I just wanted to say, yeah, it's on topic. 
<laughs> it's on topic. Oh, topic. I'm, just, I'm just clarifying that if we had an almost season, yeah, then we have to compare, you know, because that's, that's the context I'm going to put it in. Because at the end of the day, if you win two trophies out of four, that's a very good season, in my opinion. Um, for me, I'll go with eight over 10. I'll go with eight over 10. And I even think maybe I'm being harsh, but of course, it's in the context of what could have been. Um, but I wouldn't disregard the two trophies we won. Uh, when, when we started our season with this podcast, when I think Ayo was asking what would represent a good season for Liverpool, I, I'm pretty sure I said FA Cup and top four. That was for me because at that point, I, I, if we go back to the episode, I'm sure you'll see I said something like that. I was like, FA Cup, we've not won FA Cup for 16 years. 16 years, that's a long time not to win the FA Cup. And we had not won any domestic trophy for over a decade. So I was thinking, it, many Liverpool fans were even saying it. They were like, oh, club, club never takes the domestic cup seriously. We should be trying to win the domestic cup. Now, guess what? We won both in the season. And then people won't start getting angry. You know, you won only the two cups. Uh, yeah, but we've not won them for a long time. You know, the League Cup was 2011 and the FA Cup 2006. Their, their teenagers were already balling hard, you know, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> We've been born since that time. And so, yeah, that's a long time. So I was very happy with that. I was happy with the domestic cups. The league for me was not too disappointing because uh, I also remember coming on this podcast around maybe February or January, and I was like, it's all over. It was almost like 14 points at that point, 14 points gap to City. So I had taken my mind off that. I was like, ah, City won't mess this up. They're too good to, me- to mess this up. But the the hope is what kills you. Because when we now manage to close that gap, then you're like, wow, we could actually do this, you know? So that kills you. But I, I still wasn't too disappointed. I was just happy we took it to the final day. Because let us be frank, if we are watching a league that the league is finished in January, then that's not that's not fun. We don't want to start being like Bundesliga, French League. You know, you want the Premier League. That's what we watch. You want it to go to the last day. And Liverpool took it to the last day. I wasn't too disappointed with losing out just by points. And at the stage, it was even still possible because Villa were leading 2-0 on the final day. So it was still possible. But I wasn't too disappointed. The, the Champions League final was the one that really disappointed me. That one was the one. That was the one I thought, yes, we should be able to win that. I, I thought we were better than them. I thought this time for revenge. I, I bought into the Mosala thing. The Mosala, yes, we're getting revenge. I bought into it. And yeah, that, that's the one that was disappointing. But overall, 63 games. We played, played all the games we could play. And I think for me, that represents the success. At the end of the day, yeah, we lost in the final. But the fact that we even got to three finals in five years, mm, it's not bad. <laughs> so eight over 10 for me. Eight over ten for me. Like like Brian said, it was close to perfection. Of course, it's not perfection, but I'm just happy with the two the two trophies. I'm happy with those two trophies. People will dismiss it. I can see people. I can see people already trolling and say, oh, "Why are they doing post parade for <laughs> League Cup and Epic Cup?" But man, it's been so long since we won those trophies. Seriously, it is. So I'm happy with those. Okay. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not going to give a rating. As a Man United fan, I do not want to. I don't think. You will say I'm objective if I give a rating. But uh, I'll just put some comments before I say what I want to say. Uh, first of all, someone said this. He said, you guys are doing a good job. Uh, Facebook users, their names don't transfer. And then he goes ahead and says, I believe it's the same person. La- <laughs> laugh out loud. Cap. So he might be trolling us, but <laughs> that's fair enough. And then now somebody else goes, almost is still not dead, though, at the end of the day. Laugh out loud. And 
that's what I probably would say. You know that Brandy song? Because everybody knows, <laughs> almost doesn't count. Like, basically, you guys could have had the greatest football season of all time. And you messed it up. Uh, the league, you couldn't have done much about it. But, you know, you guys kind of shot yourselves in the foot with the champions. You didn't score goals. You had the chances. So you couldn't blame it on, you know, bad luck. Or, it was just you guys not taking your chances. You outplayed Liverpool. The same... Like Man City, I sorry, I played Madrid. Same like Man City, you know, you are playing a team, create so many chances, and they get one really just one clean chance, and they just bang it in. Um, the league, yeah, I believe the league thing was it was just a thing of hope killing you. Live, uh, Man City almost threw it away. I don't think you guys played in some times of the season better than City. I think overall, you might have been the better team in the league, which is weird to say because you didn't win it. But it was never yours to win. It was always City's to lose. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as a Man United fan, I'm going to remind you guys of something that... um, There was a time when we used to play kids in the Carlin Cup and we once withdrew from the FA Cup. So those are still secondary trophies. So in 20 years' time, when we talk about this season, we're going to remember Real Madrid and remember City. To be fair, we're not going to remember Liverpool. They'll be like, yeah, there was a time they were great, but it wasn't this season. (laughs) And of course, we'll remember Manchester United. Please, please, please. So, you know. See, let me say something. Even... There's, there's this match that Liverpool beats Man United 4-1 at Old Trafford. And Ryan will know that many of us still consider that one of our favorite times as Liverpool fan. So even if Liverpool had won the trophy this season, that 5-0 and 4-0 against Man United, it's, it's things that will last forever. You're saying, oh, nobody will remember Liverpool. Yeah, man, we will remember. Don't worry. We will remember. Yeah, I, remember <laughs> that. I remember that game. I remember what happened at the end of that season. Yes, United won the league. But this time, but this time we won 9 0 against United, but we won trophies. Aren't you guys tired of this? Aren't you tired of that feeling? Oh. You're, winning, you're winning derby games, you know, you're not, you're, you're winning those tight games, and then you're losing when it counts. You know, remember that season? That season you brought up was a season you, you actually had the chance, and then you blew it Look, up. Let me just interject in the last. What four years I've seen us win every trophy available to win. So yeah, every in four years. I'm, you have won it in one year. I'm, I'm, I don't care. I've I've seen my team win every trophy available to win. Every time my team, team hasn't won win anything. Every trophy so available. You could have done both it agree, But in the last season. five years, in this time, in this time frame, I've witnessed everything that we could win being won. Bookie. Whoever whoever commented the name wasn't showing. I don't I don't know who you support because I don't know who you are. But <laughs> I know my team is in a better position than yours. I would rather yes. be a fan of my team than your team. Unless what, what, if fan, what if it's a City fan that commented? What if it's a Madrid fan? If, if you're a Man City fan, I still don't care. Like, my team is better <laughs> than your team. <laughs> you wouldn't be okay, well done. You would have, well, four times in five years. We don't really have many of those. And okay, okay, I okay. honestly, if okay. it was a City fan, I don't credit. He's wait, probably been sporting wait, the last wait, six wait. years. So, wait, wait, wait. I brought this for you guys. I brought this for you guys because it seems like you guys are here to console yourselves. So, oh, no. uh, I, I, look, I gave I gave my team an eight and a half out of ten. It wasn't perfect. That's the first thing I said. But I'm happy where my team is, and I like the way we're progressing. We haven't oh, regressed right. at all in the last four years, apart from last season, where, well, the season before last, where everything was just a complete disaster. Look where we're back. Mm-hmm. But nobody, I don't think. See, even Ola said. Top four is what he thought we'd finish because that's how terrible last season was. We got to the final, they played in every game available. 
okay, we didn't we didn't get everything we wanted at the end. And ultimately, the sadness is because the the last game of the season, probably the biggest one, we didn't win in. Yeah, you know what? Dust yourself off. You go again, and I'm confident my team will go again. That's okay. it. That's okay. I'm I'm probably not. I'm probably not confident, but hopeful your team has hit. The field. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to, to think anything else. You know, <laughs> and I've serious question if you were wishing as well. So it's, okay, it's let's let's, yeah, let's move exactly. on quickly. Let's move Sorry, on quickly. Just, just give them a quick reminder that you should put their names in the comments. You know, I mean, okay. when they comment, they should just put their name so we know who's talking. Right. That's so right. we can yeah, know who to direct our troll yeah. to. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that is quite right. You can just put your names in the Facebook comments because the rest won't show. That's right. Mm. But uh, let's move on and do the top three goals. Well, I'll start with you. The best three goals. Please don't mention El Trafford again. This uh, is what, I mean, what do you mean? Here. I, I mean, like, if you guys wanted to do this, you should tell me not to come. Just talk, You had other games you played this season. Talk about another Don't game. worry. Don't worry. Uh, Bucci, well, you have the handkerchief there with you, so you can use the handkerchief on yourself, you know, by the time you start going in hard. <laughs> but to be fair, I don't have any man you. I don't have any man you um, goals. Oh, and goals against my you. Thank God. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, so I'm nice. You see, I'm nice like that. I'm nice like that. So top three goals of the season for me, the first one will be Salah against City. Yeah, the one way he went all Maradona, just dancing around four or five players. That was a good goal. Um, yeah. That was a good goal. The annoying thing that wasn't the winning goal. <laughs> that was just an thing. But that was the takeaway from how good it was. Um, it was on his right foot. So that, for me, that's one thing he, he probably could improve on, using his right foot to score more goals. So that was fantastic. Um, the next one is Thiago against Porto. It, it actually even won Champions League goal of the season. Thiago against uh, Porto it was both a Champions League goal of the season. I'm sure many people probably won't remember it. Non-Liverpool fans probably were not watching that match because they, they knew we were going to beat Porto anyway, so they probably didn't want to watch us beat Porto. But the second goal, it was just like a half volley from with the side foot and the ball just came, just came to the pitch and just rose. So I can't describe it. You have to watch it. It's just a beautiful, beautiful goal from Thiago. And um, my third top goal of the season was Mane against City in the FA Cup. It was just like a flowing move, team move, pass move, pass trends to Thiago. Thiago lifted it to Mane and Mane just wham, <laughs> volleyed it in, also with the side foot. So those are really important goals. And I think that goal was one that actually took the game away from City because that took us three goals yeah. up at half time. Yeah, so even though they came back into it, but I think it was just too far. If it was just two goals, they probably would have had more. But by the time it went 3 0 without money, oh, that was it. So you see, I didn't put anything about Man United. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Those are my top three goals. All right, Ryan. Um, what are your top three goals? Top three. Uh, so coming in, I'll go reverse order. So coming in at three was Salah against Watford. Uh, yeah, very similar one. to the one he got against City, and that, that was his very next goal as well. So he scored those two back to back. Yeah, little little skill, you know, close close control in and around the box. I think he went past what two or three players before uh, mm -hmm. cutting it back. And even the Watford fans applauded him for that one. So that was uh, a special one. Uh, at two, like Bucci same Thiago against Porto, absolutely ridiculous goal. I think it. it I don't think it even touched the floor. It, it sort of went no, down and then yeah, and it went down. Yeah, it yeah. just just about to touch the floor and started rising again. So that was absolutely ridiculous. Hopefully he can uh, do a few more of them next season. And um, 
number one has got to be Salah against City. Obviously, the level of opposition, you know, the intensity of the game, you know, that was probably one of one of the best. <clears throat> excuse me, one of the best games uh, of last season, and you know, it just showed that is Mo Salah on form, doing what he does, and I'm just, you know, absolutely good to that form didn't continue after Afcon, but yeah, that was for me without doubt the the best goal we scored last season. All right. That's a very easy one, a quick one. Very, very easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll move on. Let's see. What are your top three performances by playout team? You can tell me, you know, you can pick, put them, you know, like, for example, you could say Liverpool versus Madrid or Salah's goal versus Madrid, you know. Just pick whatever yeah. one you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I see what I you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm, okay. I'm going to enter my United now. I'm going to enter my United. But what you just did, this is your, this is your repercussion for, for, for going there. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, what yeah. Okay, for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the first one will be Salah, Atrick against Man United. Performance of the season, individual performance of the season. I think no player had ever done that at Old Trafford. No player had scored a Premier League hat trick. And it was so sweet. It was so sweet. You could just see their defense just crumbling. They just didn't know how to handle him. They were just banging in the goals, left foot, right foot, running through, chipping the ball past the game. Move on, move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to provide a refresher. Some people might have forgotten what happened. So I have detail. <laughs> No, it was fantastic. It was really, really good. And what made it even more enjoyable was the fact that uh, it could have been more. <laughs> we could have, it could have even scored more than three. But yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll take the hat trick. Um, second top performance of the season, Thiago against Man United. I think that that match was actually what won, well, cemented Thiago in the team of the season, the PFA team of the season. Because it, it was just like man, it, it was a man against boys basically. And I remember, I remember Gary, Gary Neville was so disappointed. He was like, "Don't get." It. I remember his guy. I want to quote what he said in commentary. He said, "Don't get this. Don't get this wrong. Man United are a waste of space." <laughs> but Liverpool, and he just went on to compliment Liverpool. But for him to even just say those words, just say, "Look, we're a waste of space today." And Thiago is just running the show. Thiago was just, he was untouchable that day. He was just like playing in the park. We were just like, you know, who are these people? Who is this? Oh, that's, uh, what was his name? Scott Matamine. Oh, okay. I'll just dance around him. Oh, who is in front of me? Oh, Phil Jones. Ah, uh, non-assistant. <laughs> I'll just go past him. <laughs> it was just, it was ridiculous. No, no, that was too sweet. That was, I'm sure that actually cemented his spot in the PFA team of the, of the year. Uh, but my third one, it's actually not about players, about Liverpool itself against Arsenal in the League Cup semi-final. And I'll just go provide the context here. Because Arsenal, they are drawn 0-0 at Anfield. And they were all feeling themselves. They were all like, yeah, we got 0-0 at Anfield. We're going to qualify for the League Cup final. You know Arsenal fans now. <laughs> you know how they roll. They just get ahead of themselves. And, and the reason why they were getting ahead of themselves was because Salah, Mane, Keita were not around. They were in the AFCON. And um, we had a couple of injuries. Thiago wasn't even available. So they were thinking, yeah, this is their time for them to like bash Liverpool. And then we went there and put them in their place, two goals to nothing. 
And uh, up front, we even started a teenager, Kate Gordon. That showed how depleted our squad was. We played, I don't know if Ryan remembers, we played Kate Gordon in that match. He started. Yeah. yeah, he played over an hour. <laughs> so that shows how depleted we were. So it was only like Jota was probably the only proper goal scorer we had. Mm. And luckily, he scored the two goals. And the whole team performed so well. Like, we dominated that. Arsenal, Arsenal were basically at full strength. They even have, they rushed back Thomas Partey from the AFCON. They rushed him back. They said, oh, let yeah, Partey come and play against Liverpool. And then your man, was, he got on the pitch for two minutes and got a red card. <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay. disappointing <laughs> in that game. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that so, game. For, for me, that was a top performance. That, that, that's when I started believing that this squad, this Liverpool squad is capable. But at that point, we were, we were in a bit of a rocky patch. Uh, we had drawn a couple of games. We're struggling. We know that we're struggling, but we're not playing very well around that January period. And but without our big hitters, we went to Arsenal. I know it's Arsenal, but it's still a big game. And it was a League Cup semi-final. And that's when I started having faith that this squad, yeah, this squad is probably the best. Not probably, it's the best squad I've seen in my lifetime as a Liverpool fan. So that's why I'll give that my third top performance of the season. Here we go. Yeah, okay. My, my... Shall I go? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, yes, mine. Uh, mine is quite similar. Quite similar. Um, uh, only difference is probably number three. Number three, I'm giving it to Luis Diaz uh, against Villarreal in the second leg. Uh, yeah. That game, we were that, probably one of the worst I've seen us play for some time. That first half against Villarreal, we were absolutely clueless. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously the, the 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 Villarreal fans got behind the team. And you know, rev them up, and they were all over us. You know, it was absolutely ridiculous. Right, um, I, I did feel it. I thought this is it. Well, that's it done. You know, in hindsight, I probably wish we did just get knocked out that game because <laughs> 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 I got like, but um, yeah, no. Soon, soon as Luis Diaz came on in the second half, and just to sort of digress slightly, uh, I actually feel as though as much as I love him and how amazing he settled into the team. I wanted him to come off the bench in that Champions League final, you know, just to, just to digress a bit. I said to my friends before the game started, he all all his top performances of the season have come when he's come off the bench, and you know he's just bamboozled players. You know, once they've they've gotten in their their flow, he comes on and just changes perspective completely, and he did that against Villarreal, and that that just completely changed changed the game around. So he got a goal, he got an assist, and yeah. you know he was just absolutely flying. Down that left, you know, it was it was a toss up, you know, who was going to come in number three for me. It was either that or or Mane in uh, the the League Cup, the FA Cup semi final. But I think Diaz's impact was more influential, you know, in in changing the game. So he comes in at number three, number two. Uh yeah, it has to go to Thiago against United. That is that is his best performance, you know, by a country mile in a Liverpool shirt. He was after the whole team played well that day, but. He, he, oh my God, I was talking about for, for days afterwards. He was, he absolutely ran things. United weren't great, fair enough, but every, every pass, and it wasn't like little short, simple passes he was making. He was spraying the ball. He was taking people on. He was winning, you know, duels that, you know, he looked like he had no business winning. And um, yeah, he, he stood out, you know, completely from, from everyone else who was having a good game. His performance was just absolutely top notch. But yeah, uh, yeah, number one, it's got to be, you know, Salah with a hat-trick at Old Trafford. Again, the whole team played well, but that feat is, you know, it's, it's not beans to go to Old Trafford and score a hat-trick. Uh, maybe now it is, but <laughs> for a long time it hasn't been. And, you know, to 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 play the way he did, and like, like Ola said, he could have scored a lot more in that game. United weren't great, but 
Salah was just you know tormenting everybody. I could I could actually pick a few people that could get in my top three top three just from that. Cater could just, probably get in, in the top three performances from that game alone. But just I, I, I was about to point that out that wait, 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 wait. Like, oh it's mental display. Like, dude, that means uh, Emmanuel Dennis should be in the Premier League team of the season because everybody played well against Manchester United. Like, he was wrecking us. Well, if we had a Watford fan and you asked him to be a top three, I'm yeah. sure Emmanuel Dennis again. Emmanuel Dennis is in there. Like, everybody, it was everybody. This was just, was like everybody was running the train on us. So, this idea. Nobody beat you 5 0 at Old Trafford, though. Nobody beat you 5 0. Yeah, but Watford, Watford beat us 4 1. So, this idea. You guys Not at Old Trafford. Not at Old Trafford. Okay, I'm going to take a comment quickly. This is actually top three goals. It's going with uh, Dr. Chokrabarty from Facebook. He's saying his top three goals are Salah versus City, Salah versus yeah. Watford. I agree. And the go Daisy Cutter versus Porto. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Look, I don't have anything to add to the top three performances. Uh, I just want to add that you guys should stop uh, going on about Man United because everybody did well against it. It wasn't special. You know? It wasn't special. Please stop it. Please stop it. I mean, I remember I remember Atletico Madrid looking like the best team in the world against Manchester United and then next game they looked like, you know, they drew a shy tail. So please, please, please. Well, Salah only scored his goals against old uh, United. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. He just yeah, disappeared. Man. Yeah. He just totally disappeared. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so let's move on to the most interesting part of this podcast. That is the disappointment of the season. Ooh. Please. Uh, I'll enlighten you. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. All right, please go ahead. Um, okay. Go ahead. Go first. Mm-hmm. Ola, do you want to go first? Oh, who, who wants it's to go good first? leaving. No, no, no. Oh, I, I just need to switch leaving. my chairs. I'm here. This is the most interesting <laughs> okay, part. Why would I be living now? No, I'm only switching okay. my chairs out. So, uh, why would I be living now? The most interesting part of the game? You're kidding me, oh, right? This appointment of this season, definitely. Oh, please, please, please. What's, what's not scoring? I'm my fingers. Was not scoring ten goals at Old Trafford when we had a chance because oh, because we we went five nil up on fifty minutes and we had forty more minutes to score more goals and then they went down to ten men and we decided to turn it to a training session. We should have gone for more goals, just have killed them off. Just so this five zero is is in the books for all time. But imagine what ten zero would have felt like, and we could have scored ten. It's just we just decided to take it easy because they started kicking our players. Pogba. Just came, wanted to break Keita into two. <laughs> Some Messi of the other rule. players. Messi that... rule, they call it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, Ronaldo, Mr. Ronaldo, was so angry at our little young fella, Curtis Jones, started kicking him in the ribs, you know? So that's my biggest disappointment of the season, that we didn't, we didn't spell Manchester United. You know, we could have spelled... Ryan, please, please. <laughs> right, what, what's your own, please? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me... Let me give you what you want to hear. <laughs> you want to hear about Madrid? That's what you want no, to hear just about. Just tell me your mind, please. Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't indulge me. That, that, don't that, indulge that, me. That is unfortunately for me. Are you finished? Are you done? Or you did you want to? I was just joking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll do the honest. I'll do the honest. Do the honest, uh, please. Yeah. please. The Champions League final, of course. It's still, like I said, I told you guys before uh, the podcast started, that one, this is the first I've spoken about football since that game because I've just completely, depression. I nearly didn't go into work the next day because I was just so down. It hurt. But yeah, the 
the the the signs, the omens. You know, as soon as I saw late kickoff, I was like, oh god, here we go. As soon as um, mm-hmm. Courtois made that save from Marnie's shot, I was just thinking, oh. And then they 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 just soaked everything we we threw at them. They were just soaking up, and I, I could see it coming from half time. You know, the the build up, like Ola said, I I too, even though I don't say it, I don't say it out loud. I bought into the yes. I wanted Madrid when Salah said we want revenge. I was thinking yes. Sitting there like this with my mouth covered. Yes, we want <laughs> I, I wanted that revenge. You know, it hurts. I watched all the, the, the old finals and, you know, all the, the, the hype videos for the match. So, you know, I was excited for it. I didn't want City because I thought I don't want to be that team to loses to that loses to Man City and lets them win the first, you know, first European trophy. No. The same way sorry, I didn't want sorry, I didn't want us to play. Just one second, Ryan. For me, sorry, cut you off, but that's the only little consolation for me that it wasn't yes, Man City. It wasn't Man City, yes. That's the exactly. only consolation. But if you're exactly. I won't even show my face. Oh, yeah. I show I, my if face you ask me to come on this podcast, I'll tell you to do one. No chance. The same way, I, I felt the same way when we played Tottenham. I wanted Ajax. Like, at least if we lose to Ajax, I don't care if they're kids or whatever. Ajax have European pedigree, even though they haven't shown it for years. I don't want to lose to Tottenham and have Tottenham gloat and then we're the team that gave them their first trophy. So that is the only consolation from, from losing that final, that it wasn't to Man City. But going into the game, I wasn't thinking about losing. I thought we we will beat this Real Madrid team. And I'm not normally that confident. And I was more confident for Real Madrid than I was Chelsea in the Carabao or FA Cup final. And, you know, more fool me for, for thinking that because at the end of the day, it's, it's Real Madrid. And Real Madrid are one of those teams and they've shown it throughout the, the, the Champions League this, this season. They don't have to play great to beat you. Mm-hmm. And I should have yeah. known that a Liverpool fan, in most of the finals we play, we don't play great. We're not great in finals, even when we win. We went, mm-hmm. Tottenham were better than us when um, they, they beat us. Chelsea, I think Chelsea were probably a little bit better than us in both finals that we beat them, and even though it went to pens. So, you know, all the signs were there, but, you know, you're blinded by <laughs> optimism, optimism. And, and, yeah. and, and things like that. And, yeah, so there you go, Bucci. You're welcome, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll you my green. <laughs> exactly. do, do when was the last time you had this white cream? When you had won the league ten years ago. There's a weird thing I found out about Liverpool when I was thinking about your season before this podcast, and which was what I felt was more disappointing was Liverpool failed to perform when they were expected to perform. The League Cup final, they were not the better team. Even as a matter of fact, a lot of big games you played this season. Chelsea, the two games in the league. You did not really outplay Chelsea. Man City should have beaten you twice, even though you, they were draw games. They, they were the better team. Um, Villarreal was a smaller team, so you guys played better than them. The two finals against Chelsea, the, the, you know, you came out of that game one day. Did Liverpool really beat Chelsea, or it was just a matter of luck? And then the uh, Real Madrid game. <laughs> hmm? The Real Madrid game was disappointing in the sense that they were supposed to be the better team, but they didn't seize the moment. And I think that was what happened as well with the FA Cup final and the League Cup final. The moment came to them. They, you know, they won the penalty shooter, but they could have lost that too. So it was that little thing I felt about Liverpool where there was um, in the big games, I think they were a little bit underwhelming. I I don't know. I I, I don't call losing... I can't call losing to Real Madrid a disappointment, to be fair, from my perspective. I know from your perspective it is, but that's why I'm changing it because to call it a disappointment would be like, 
I'm very honest. I wanted Real Madrid to win the Champions League once it got to that stage where it was because I wasn't going to want City to win it and I didn't want you guys to win it. So <laughs> that was the best thing that could have happened in the world it's of like football. two trophies for a United fan. <laughs> Man City and Liverpool getting back to back. Think about it. What's the best thing that could have happened in football was Man City ever winning the Champions League. So please, please, please. Please don't spare me that. You know, I'm with you there in, in that sense. Man yeah. City winning the Champions League, PSG winning the Champions League. That is, you know, football. I'll stop watching, you know, I'll start like, watching you golf. Know, it's football. Exactly Bale. like football uh, adulteration or something. Yeah, so, exactly. exactly. But to be fair, I just want to say those three finals, the league, like I said, you, you couldn't get it. The, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and the Champions League final, you come out of the game, go, you guys should have done better. Even though you won the FA Cup and the League Cup final, which was great. But I think that was what translated into a lot of big games you guys played this season. It might have been because, of course, you were playing big teams. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just that's just me being fair. That's what I thought. I have, I have a big... I have, not not, um, not cutting across you, Bushy, but this is one of the things I wanted to address on this podcast. Um, this um, recency bias, like you'll say. Uh, there's this thing going around that, oh, Liverpool didn't score any goals in the three finals. Oh, that means they didn't do well. I think we played well in all the three finals. Against Chelsea, yeah, okay, the first one, the League Cup, I, I admit maybe Chelsea were slightly better. They created better chances. They they got a bit unlucky with the offside calls. Thank you, VAR, because that, that, that really rescued us. That rescued us in the League Cup. But the FA Cup, I think we dominated Chelsea more than, more than they did. And I think they were preserved to win. But my main issue is when did when did we when did it become um a bad thing to win a trophy on the penalty shootout? Because some people just want to start they want to start downplaying it and say, Oh, you guys only want two trophies on penalty shootout. If that's so, then all these other big teams should start returning some of their trophies that they won on penalty shootout. Ah, I'm not for, saying that, no. No, no, you are not saying that. I'm just that's what I'm saying. I'm addressing what some people have been saying because immediately Liverpool lost the Champions League final, then all the knives came out. Oh, you didn't score in any of the finals. Oh, you didn't, you didn't win. And, and me... the main point, the way, sorry, the main point I wanted to make was mm-hmm. let, let me just really wrap up. Go the ahead, main point man. I wanted to make was, was when they say we didn't score in the finals. I remember finals that we scored in and we lost. So did they give us extra trophy for scoring in those finals? At the no. end of at the end of the day. Carrying the trophy is what matters. So for yeah, me, I don't lose, you, lose, you, you win, you win, yeah. Exactly. So even for Madrid, when people say, okay, Liverpool, some people are asking, you know, oh, Liverpool were better than Madrid, and Madrid, or Madrid were better than For me, that's not even the main thing. Madrid won. They carried the trophy. Yeah, this is <laughs> really matter. Yeah. yeah exactly. When you get to the yeah. final, it, it doesn't become about who is better. Look, like Ryan said, against Tottenham, Liverpool didn't really play very well in that final. But we won the trophy. We have number six. Number six is standing in our cabinet. Nobody's going to give you an extra trophy for being the better team in the final. So I just wanted to address that because some people just want to now start using that as, oh, he didn't score in the final. Okay, but we beat some big teams to get to that final, to all those finals. We beat some big teams. We wait, 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 those wait, wait, teams. How many big teams did you beat in the Champions League, my friend? Atletico Madrid. Okay, Atletico name Madrid, another one. Away. Uh-huh. Name another one. The, the champions of Italy, the former champions and the present champions, we beat both of them. Ace Milan, Inter Milan. Look. Beat them. Villarreal, Villarreal that knocked out Villarreal knocked out Bayern Munich. Villarreal knocked out Juventus. People are now going recently by us and say, Oh, Villarreal is my easy team. Villarreal knocked out these two big teams. And next thing people are saying, Oh, Liverpool be Villarreal. It's just Villarreal. And it's easy to say now. <laughs> they almost even put us out, right? Brian said that was the one we have played all season. Villarreal really had a chance to put Liverpool out. That they game, really did. That game still ended 5 2 on aggregate. 
Despite because all because we had somebody off the bench, like Ryan said, Diaz was what rescued us that game. If we didn't have somebody like that, I'm telling you, we would have lost that game. We would have been kicked out. Villarreal well, was so good. Let me just chip in, chime in as well. Sorry, like it's the, it's not the the Carling Cup. I, I don't get me wrong. I understand if you're gonna slate a team or you win the Carling Cup and you only beat Shrewsbury and mm. you know not very farm and you know yeah, no, <laughs> all these joke teams. The Champions League. If you're a, a team in the Champions League semi final, you earned your. You didn't get there by mistake. That's right. You know, you didn't get there by mistake. If you want to talk, when we beat Bayern and Barcelona, when we won the other Champions League, people were were moaning. There, no one cares about your your path. To, to the final, we lost at the end of the day. So what what does it you know? It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, exactly. doesn't mean anything. Even if, even the Carling Cup this season or the Carabao Cup, we had, we had to knock out Leicester, Arsenal <laughs> in the semi final. It's not like we went to start beating Shrewsbury to knock them out. We had to play Premiership teams, Premier League teams all the way from third round all the way. I think it's only one, maybe it's only the first couple of rounds we played lower league teams. After that, all the other three teams that we played all the way to the final were Premier League teams. And not just like bottom Premier League teams. These are Leicester. Leicester were even, they were, they were one minute away from knocking Liverpool out of that Carling Cup. <laughs> they were one minute away. You remember, it was Minamino that scored in the 90th minute to even save us. So it's not like, oh, okay, you guys just got to the Carling Cup final. We, we paid our deals, man. <laughs> we paid our deals to win those trophies. I don't need to defend us winning trophies. I just feel some people are having misplaced. Um, uh, I don't know if it's trolling. I don't know if it's trolling. It, to me, it feels like it's not trolling. It's like they want to dismiss. Oh, you didn't score in the no, final, so you didn't deserve I want to, to win it. I want to, put, uh. I want to put things in perspective for you so you understand something. There's, uh, I understand this a lot as a Manchester United fan. You're just getting there. So, youngin, you will understand it later. <laughs> huh? See, That's true. You know, you've had the term ABU, anybody but United. You're getting exactly. anybody but Liverpool, anybody but City kind of chance. Um, when you start doing so well, especially when people are going, oh, we're going to have the greatest team ever, we're going to win the quadruple night um, club, oh, is this the greatest ever football champion ever? Is this the ever greatest I ever football I see where you're going, team? I agree. Blah, yeah, blah, no, blah, blah. Right. Then people start going, okay, but you didn't do win this, you only won this, you only won that. Why you, you know, like, people start trying to contextualize what you've done. Not because they don't feel what you've done is good, but you when they start going, okay, you're trying to immortalize these guys. What happens then is 10 years down the road, people start going, appreciating it more. But in that moment, because of nostalgia, people are going, no, 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 you're not as good yeah. as those guys. You know? But if you had one, for example, though, quadruple, people wouldn't, people wouldn't have a lot to say. So oh, they would. Hmm? That's one no, thing no, I about football. I, I, they would, let me tell you, in football, mm -hmm. no matter how you win something, there will always be jibes. I remember right. even, even when we won the league, we were like, oh, it's because of COVID pandemic COVID. or whatever. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Even though we had won 25 parts out of the first 26, 25 out of 26, we had a 25 points gap. 25 point gap. I people were saying, ah, it's because of COVID. So I just believe in football. That's why I'm learning to deal with it. I'm learning to deal with it that no matter how well you win something, people will always come up with something. Look at even Madrid. Madrid won the league and the Champions League. And people are still dissing them. Oh, they were not the better team. They were lucky. They were this, they were I, that. I don't think they were the better team. I think they were the lucky. Yeah. They wanted the lucky. Yeah, team. yeah. But, but they still won it. At the end of it, that's yeah. what I mean. When people win something, people will always want to discredit them. Like, I, I believe if Liverpool win the league and win all 38 games, there will be people who say, oh, why didn't you win each game 5-0? There will be people like that. There yeah. will always be people who they will diss you one way or the other. They will always find something. <laughs> there's no, there's no. It's football fans. It's rivalry. Right. They will always be or they will be like, oh, your 
your player did not finish top scorer. Oh, you won the league, but your player did not finish top scorer. Or maybe your goalkeeper did not win the golden gloves. They'll find something. <laughs> They'll find something. So I'm learning to deal with it. It's just I just well, need yeah, to address that's it why, sometimes. Um... It's just the same kind of thing. When you sign a player for 100 million pounds and people, or 50 million or whatever, people start going, oh, he's got 10 goals, but come on, for that price, he should be scoring one, uh, three goals a game. You hear those kind of stuff and you go, huh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's it's just part of, it comes with, yeah. it comes with the territory, it comes with success, so get exactly. used to it. But mm-hmm. I don't think you should get too used to it as well because I personally think Liverpool are about to hit a ceiling or they've hit a ceiling. And that's what we're going to talk about. What areas do you think Liverpool need to improve? Uh, and then what transfers should they make? And of course, you've already made one, Darwin Nunes. I'm going to chime in about Darwin Nunes at the end. You might call me sour, but uh, I just, I'll just be very honest. It's what I've always thought about him. But uh, in general, I think um, Liverpool have hit a ceiling. Um, I think a club is eking out from the squad better a lot more than they can get. Liverpool have needed transfers in a lot of areas and they are not getting it done. Um, I think the owners are a bit slow, I think, or a bit miserly, you know. You know, because you think about it, yeah, Trent is very important to everything Liverpool does, so he shouldn't have to play almost all the games. What happens when he gets injured? Um, It's a similar kind of thing with this uh, defense. It was a th- problem with the defense until they brought in Konata. You see how much he improved the team. Um, I think um, there are areas where players are getting stale. You know, people like Origi and Coach moved out of the club for fresher people, you know, fresher kids. A little bit of rejigging the team might be good. Um, Keita, Henderson. I think Henderson, people, myself, is your captain or whatever, but I think he's also served his. Um, you know, I think you guys can do better in a lot of areas. You can get better because if you're talking of these guys as starters, I'm not sure they want the that what you want to be starting with next year, the year after. I'm just being honest. That's what I think. Um, so, what do you guys think, Ryan? I'll let you start. Um, well, no, I, I agree with the points that you've made, and I don't necessarily think we've hit a ceiling. We are in the process of restructuring a bit so all those areas that you mentioned we have been linked with players and Nunes was just the first that we've pulled the trigger on and I've got to admit I am happy with how quick we've acted to try and fill that void since we knew Mane was moving on it's been what I wanted two weeks and this deal looks like it's going to be wrapped up in the next you know 48 48 hours or so so that's one uh hole that's been plugged um as far as right back spot, we we still have you know Joe Gomez there uh, to cover because he can do either right back or, or, or centre back, and he did show this season that he's a he's a decent, not perfect, but he's a decent deputy for uh, for, for Trent at right back. But we're linked with Calvin Ramsey, who plays for is it Aberdeen that he's coming from. Oh, so yeah. I I don't know too much about him. However, I know based on our uh, policy of signing players that we wouldn't be linked with a player unless he does. Uh, a specific role a certain way. Same with Simicas. I didn't know much about Simicas, but maybe he wasn't fantastic in his first season. This season, as a deputy for Robertson, he was he was superb. I think he was absolutely brilliant. Um, as far as the midfield, uh, now I feel that is the area in which we desperately need a rejig. 
I feel like Fabinho and uh, and Thiago are, are, are no-brainers as far as, you know, they're important in the middle. Henderson is still extremely important. <laughs> However, I feel as though he may have hit his peak. Uh, and I think some performances this season show that maybe he has peaked a bit. You can't, you wouldn't be getting rid of him at all um, because he is still a, a vitally important part of the squad. Same with Milner. His his uh, experience is is extremely vital. And I feel as though if you're getting younger players in, someone as professional as him is the perfect person to sort of learn under and help you adapt to the league. Now, as far as the likes of Keita, I am sceptical about giving him a second a, a, a new contract. When he's good, he's pretty good. He's not excellent. That's when the problem. he's bad, he's when he's bad, really you, you notice it. That's the problem. Yeah. And you can't have players. Fabinho, the only really poor game, I think maybe there was two really poor games he had this season. One of them, he was shattered and he got in, ended up getting injured that game. I think that was the, was that the Villa. No, that wasn't the Villarreal game. Who was that against? Uh, was the game after Tottenham, I believe. But he, he ended yeah. up coming off. That was right before the Champions League final. Was it yeah, the Wolves game? Was it Wolves? Off, but he come off. But he was, Villarreal. Villarreal. I think. No, he scored against Villarreal. So it wasn't the Villarreal game. It may have been. Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Villa. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. It was Villa. Yeah. He got in, he was injured so in that he game. Was so he was terrible in that game. And I think he had one of the games where he was pretty poor. But um, as far as uh, Thiago and Fabinho, those two are crucial. Now, I feel as though the Ox, he can go. I personally wouldn't be giving Cater a new contract. I would sort of cash in on what you can get and hopefully you still probably get about 30 mil for him, maybe because of, you know, his experience and, you know, the competitions he's got, he's experienced in. Um, try and recoup some of that money that we paid for him. Uh, Minamino, I think he's going already. Uh, Nico Williams, Nat Phillips, I think we're keeping because like you mentioned last season, we had some mistakes with, oh, sorry, season before we had some mistakes with defenders and letting them go. So I think we're looking to, to keep holds and maybe just loan him um, to, to, to Bournemouth or, or Fulham so we can play in the Prem. But definitely, I feel as though we need to strengthen in the middle. We've got, uh, you know, a, a, a sitting uh, midfielder that can pick out a pass in, in, in Thiago and we've got, you know, a player that breaks up play in, in Fabinho. So I think what we're missing is a bit of creativity and maybe more of a box-to-box midfielder. We were actually having this discussion in uh, the WhatsApp group earlier. Um you know, I'm gutted we missed out on Chiuamani because I feel as though he would have been perfect. But you know, he's getting mm-hmm. more more money at Real Madrid now, so okay, that goes with, goes goes without saying. There's not too many players like that about anymore. You know that that can play that you know Yaya Toure role. Obviously, not to his level because he was a freak of nature. How good he was, but that 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 type of play, you know. Um, I would love if we were able to sign. I know he's still young, but someone like Bellingham, I think he would be brilliant. Mm-hmm. In our team, yeah, but again, he's not coming there. He's you're looking, you're looking, he's not going to Man United. I promise you that now. He will not go to Man United. But I feel as though the money that you would be looking to pay for him right now is crazy. My fear is that we end up getting Declan Rice again. That's another player I rate him. I think he's really good, but that's stupid money. Declan Rice is not worth what I don't even know how much you're going to charge for him. He's well, not you guys worth just what... paid, you just paid 100 million euros for Darwin Nunes. Oh, I don't think he's worth the money either. I mean, yes and no. Uh, I feel as though. I would rather risk it on someone like him than these English players, knowing what the best they have to offer. When you think about some of the players that we've signed, um, they they came with reputations they were good, and we made them better. I feel as though we could make we could make. If you ask me to choose between Darwin Nunes and Jude Bellingham for 100 Mm -hmm. million pounds or 100 million euros, Mm -hmm. it's easily Jude Bellingham any day. Jude Bellingham is a kid that plays like a man already. 
Well, so is Darwin Nunes. No, no, no. Darwin Nunes has an atrocious first touch. Darwin Nunes is a striker that has to play no, with his back I, to go. I, I, the game He's I watched... second Lukaku. I, I, the, the, the game I watched touch. him... The game I watched him play against Liverpool, if that was any... If Benfica played the way they did against any other team but Liverpool, he would have scored about four goals. That offside right. trap that we play, he, 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 he was, it is marginal. My, even the one he scored that they called offside, that's how... That's how close it was. And our offside trap is unbelievable. It's, re- it's scary to watch. And I hate watching it a lot of the time. But it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very effective. And if that was any other team trying to do that, he scores five or six goals. Now, I'm not saying he's going to come and score 50 goals straight away. But I have faith in Klopp in identifying someone that he wants and knowing how to mould him into our team. And I feel like he would do that. The, the guy... Had a work rate like I've never seen. It was it was like Bobby the way he was tracking back. At one point yeah. he was at left back, winning yeah, the ball yeah, back yeah, and, 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 yeah, and playing yes. out. Okay, his first touch might not be you know perfect or whatever, but I feel as though we have enough players that want it to be played to feet, and he will get in behind, and he can get in behind, and he's, he's shown he can do that. But I know what you're saying about the the, the Bellingham uh, Nunes issue. We need if if Mane's going, we need a striker. That that goes without saying. You know, we need a striker. We've got, we've basically got a team full of wingers. Firmino is more or less a number ten slash number eight. Is now. he still alive? He's still there. <laughs> Bobby, he's injured. He's he's he was played by injuries yeah. this season. So, I, 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 do you know what? No one can say anything bad to, to me about. It. I think there's only one game where I was cursing him out this this whole season, but <laughs> no one could say a bad word. Bobby Firmino is, you know, the the complete professional. You know, someone that was in the front three, and you're notorious for being in Liverpool's famous front three, and then you get put, um, you know relegated behind Jota and you still play with a smile on your face without complaining. You don't read anything about, about Firmino because he just gets on with the job. Now, those are the kind of players I like. And he's unfortunately not going to get you 25, 30, 30 goals a season. There's no guarantee Nunes will do it, but I believe he can do it. Um, so we needed to, to plug that position. But I don't think we're not done in the transfer market. Just watch watch the space. I feel as though the, the, there's spend, someone you else. You spent half your kitty already, or more than <laughs> half your kitty. So I don't know where the money's coming from. Well, we're, we're still we're still selling players. I mean, <clears throat> at the end of the day, I know our, our owners can be miserly, especially when it relates to uh, uh, wage packets. But I'll give them the due when it comes to buying someone that we need. They will spend the money. Yeah, they did it's, one it's, right. It, yes, exactly. It's, right. The, it's the wage packets that that they 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 take issue with, and I don't have you know too much of a, a, a issue with that, you know, but. I, I, I still think we've got if, if we we sell Mane, we sell a few others. Okay, that's Nunes more or less. The funds completely recouped, and that's without us touching a penny of our own. So I think we would still spend money. On, no, you're on not recouping money for Nunes from selling Mane. Mane is going to be like twenty. No, no, I'm not not not, not Mane, not not just Mane. So Mane would would cover about a quarter of mm. uh, of the sale. Yeah, but there's still right. about there's, there's still about three or four players that we're looking to sell yeah. that would more or less. And we're I, not giving that whole money and going up front. It's it's what sixty eight mil. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. And then with yeah. add-ons. Yeah, with add-ons. And then the thing I, I think about um, the wages, that's why actually I don't understand that. As I think Allah, has, Allah knows this too because we hinted a lot where the guys that pay more wages actually end up winning more trophies. I think it's affecting Liverpool or will affect them in the long run. This miserly <laughs> thing about wages. It's better you mise on transfer fees and pay wages because I think that's my money is living. Well, I think, mm-hmm. Look, yeah, if Mane goes, look, if, if Mane goes, he goes, you know, yeah. see why I'm not worried? Every every player that has left Liverpool and you've thought, my God, this is the end of the world. I can I can write a book on the number of players. I'm not worried. 
attackers is one position I'm not worried about. When Michael Owen left, it felt like the end of the world. When uh, Torres left, it felt like the end of the world. When Dude. Suarez left, it, it felt like the end of the world. It was the end of the yeah. world for years, man. It was darkness. <laughs> okay, no, well, that was two years. Was that, was like, that was like a two-year period when when we yeah, didn't have okay. we didn't we didn't we didn't have any 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 striker. Yeah, but because yeah. you forget, Suarez was banging in goals when we were crap. And he was banging yeah, in goals but, when we could. What I'm left, saying is, then, what know, I'm saying is, Michael Owen leaving, for example, Michael Owen mm-hmm. leaving. You were, you guys were on the up. We won the, we won, we were on the up. No, we, we went. That was a, we finished sixth or sixth in the no, league. No, no, no. But he, was... he wasn't a good team that was building up. That's what I'm saying. The mm-hmm. team was building up, and then no, this is the first time no. since 2001. Oh, I can back when Michael Owen left. That team was crap. That was a, that was a crap. That was. Team. I... That, that was, was just before the team. Champions League, yeah. That yeah, was when we won the yeah. Champions League, that was a crap. That, that was, a crap was just team. before, yeah. Yeah, well, that's fair. That's fair. Because he left, he left that season, and we bought Cisse, and yeah, we were terrible in the league. We finished, we finished what fifth in the league. We didn't even qualify for but the Champions League. The Champions the fact league. that we won it. Yeah. It was the next season. We did really well. The, the was it the following season or the year after that we yeah, won? Yeah, 2006. Yeah, yeah. We, won the, we won the FA Cup, and then I think we finished second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. for, for me, well, basically, for me, I'll start with the issue of midfield. So that's one of the disappointments for me this season, um, Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones, talented player, but for some reason, that he just couldn't build any momentum this season. I think he started the season with an eye injury, and then he didn't play for weeks. And then when he got into the team, he didn't do very well. So that, that is one place person I was looking forward to. Um, providing that attacking impetus from midfield because he has a goal in him. He's, he, he has a sharp eye for goal, but he's 21 years old, I think, now. And I was thinking this season was the season I was going to push on, but it didn't. So that was a disappointment for, him, for me this season. I agree with you guys about Keita. I like Keita, but uh, the inconsistency is still there. You never really know what you're going to be with Keita. So that's why I was really hoping Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones was going to step up this season. Um, I agree with you there completely because he, he smashes it in the yeah. under twenty ones for England and stuff like that, but he can't yeah. translate that to the yeah. to the first team on a regular basis. On a regular basis, so That's the right. biggest issue for me, um, well, I'll start with the uh, newest one. The newest one, of course, it's it's not going to be exactly hundred million euros because some of those add-ons <laughs> you will need to be. <laughs> I think we will need to win everything for if possible <laughs> after those add-ons. We we'll need to win every single trophy available. We might, we might, but for me, the issue is Manny and Salah are going to be 30 years old. And with sport science, I believe we could get three good years more out of them. At, at least they can still, in my opinion, they could still play to that 33, 34 at a high level. And that's why I have issue with FSG. They are fantastic owners. I think overall they are fantastic owners, but the fact that we're spending that much on Nunes and we don't want to take a bit of that. <laughs> I know I'm just trying to justify, like, uh, this is not football manager, <laughs> of course. But yeah. if I was in charge, if I was in charge and if this was like football manager, I would have said, okay, instead of putting um, close to 100 million towards Nunes, let's take some of that money and renew one of the contracts for Salah or Mane. Because I believe those guys still have a lot to offer. Um, look at Mane this season. He didn't start very well. Um, he went to the AFCON, he won the AFCON, came back, and then Klopp moved Mane to the middle. He started playing like a number nine. And his numbers were incredible. It was like, it was it worked so well in playing through the middle. 
And, and you were thinking, man, this, this guy even has a shout for Ballon d'Or this season. That's how close. Like if, yeah, if Liverpool had won the Champions League final, Mane was yeah. in for a very good shout for Ballon d'Or. That showed how good how good he has and, been this year. And he transferred that form to Senegal. He started playing yep. center for Senegal and banging in goals yeah. too. That's why I'm wondering exactly. why he's leaving because he's really he's the, he's the best form of his life. Gucci, you've said it already. It's the wages. It's the wages. Yeah, they, yeah because him and Salah want more wages, higher wages, and the club don't want to break this with the wage structure. They don't want to pay because... of them. They want to pay one and leave the other one. Yeah. No, no, even, even Salah might go. Salah is not renewing. Salah, Salah has just said, look, I'm staying next season, but that's his last year. So he can go for free because he, he has not signed a contract. He, they've not given him what he wants, basically. Now, I'm not going to be saying, oh, give everybody what you want because the club, we, are not, we don't have oil reserve we don't have we're not run by all, all states so i'm not going to say okay just give them what they want we have to be run sensibly i'm just saying that if i was in charge and i had the resources i'll keep both of them and they find it and i still believe because of sports science like mana and mania and salah they don't get injured too often it's not like they're injury prone but i believe they can still get three years out of them at the top level look at Lewandowski. he's 34 35 look at benzema 34 35 still banging in goals Cristiano. Cristiano, almost 40 years old, Zlatan. Sports science has improved. Sports science has improved. You, you can get the players playing for more years. But uh, there's no use crying over spills, mate, because I just think we are in the process of rebuilding and the club, they are ready to let Mane and Salah go. So uh, if they are rebuilding. Please finish, please. Excuse me. Okay. So now we are rebuilding. We are in the next phase of the club revolution. Now, this is where you have to start putting a bit of faith into the manager. Me personally, I'm not so excited about Darwin Nunes. I am not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy we are buying somebody to replace Mane, but I'm not so excited about this fella. Number one reason for me is he has done it for only one year in the Portuguese league. Like he, he was, he, he played maybe, maybe he scored 12 goals in his first season there, then he scored 34 goals. But for me, the Portuguese league is not a barometer for us to be spending that much money on him. I believe. Him being, if he was in a top five league, like Ireland went to Germany, went to Bristol over there. If if we went maybe to Spain and scored a few goals before we bought him, I'll be more comfortable. But in coming straight for the Portuguese league, which is not the strongest league, it, it doesn't make me very confident. But the only reason why I am fine with him is our record on that club with buying these kind of players. It's excellent. Like when we buy top players and when we spend big money, they always hit the point. So that's the only reason that, okay, I have faith that, okay, yeah, these guys, they must, they must know what they're doing. Like, I'm not an expert. They must have watched them. They must have analyzed everything. So they must be fine with that money. And I think also Klopp loves him because he's a, he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> because that's what Klopp said. Yes, the first, time, the first time we played against them and he scored against us, that's the first thing Klopp said. He said, oh, very good-looking boy, isn't he? <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, is that the barometer for buying players now because he's good-looking? <laughs> so, that's why I have faith. I'm just like, okay, if God let, really Don't let DJ see him, more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, my boy. point is, my point is, like, yeah, we're in the next stage of the next state, stage of the revolution. We're building, like, yes, like, we're basically we have Jota who just came in last season we have Diaz now Diaz is another thing for me I love Diaz but his numbers have to improve so this is one of the things if you are letting Mane and Salah go you are letting close to 50 goals a season go because 
Mane, Salah is getting like 30 goals a season. Mane is getting at least 20 goals a season. If you are letting those guys go, then you must be hopeful that the guys you are bringing in are also scoring close to that number. Now, Diaz, for all, he's exciting, he's a threat. We need his numbers to improve. He scored six goals, I think, in like 20 games. That has to improve next season. We don't want him just being looking exciting, looking threatening. We have to get in that box and score because that's what Liverpool forwards do. So I want more from him next season. Jota started very well. Jota started very well, but he tailed off towards the end. But I think he still scored like 20 well, goals. He, his, his numbers uh, were also sustainable. <laughs> he was having a career season, a career, what do you call an Indian summer? <laughs> No, I think I think the main issue was Diaz coming in. Because when Diaz came in, yeah, the, 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 the dynamic of the front three completely changed. People were playing out of position and stuff that's like right. that. Yeah, that's sort right. of so, mess, mess so I think that was the biggest bit. problem. That was the biggest problem for him because he didn't really get in the team after that. It was Diaz, Mane, Salah. Most and of the, you, the last... And now you have another forward season. that wants to go wide. Exactly. So, Bucci, fantastic point. That's one of the things I'm worried about too. Now, we have Diaz who plays from the left. Jota also likes playing from there. And Nules, from what That's I've seen, like pull, pull, pulling out to the left too. Yeah. So I'm like, are we going to be overloading that side? Are we going, what's going to happen to the right? But are we not looking to buy somebody to replace Salah? Because we don't really have anybody who plays from that flank for like where Salah plays from. We don't have any proper, we don't have any proper alternative for Salah. That's why I would have loved Jared Bowen. I, I know when we were linked to Jared Bowen the season before. People are like, who's this fella from West Ham that way? It's, it's useless. Quality. And then, yeah, <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, he started banging because people are like, oh, Liverpool were right. We were right to be linked to him because he, he showed how good he is. But of course, maybe West Ham probably wants 100 million pounds or something. Yeah, who knows? English, <laughs> English tax. <laughs> English tax. So that's why I'm But I'm worried about us getting somebody to play from West Allies because I'm, I got, I, I, I am almost certain Salah is not signing a new contract because they're not going to give him 400k. Nah, they don't give him that 400k so my guy is leaving for free so I'm worried about okay why is the salary replacement but like Ryan said the transfer window is still long so this is just the beginning we might actually still get more players because we're selling Minamino for a profit of 10 million we're selling um, Ox Ox is gone we're going to sell um, maybe a couple of the guys at the back I don't know maybe not Philip they might keep him or not I don't know but we're going to raise money we're going to raise money but the issue is Raising that money is not going to be enough if you're not going to replace the numbers. So it's, the, it's one thing bringing in bodies, saying, oh, you're replacing somebody, but you have to replace the numbers that you're losing. So for me, that's the issue. The midfield, you guys covered it already. Midfield, we lack that box-to-box. Benningham, Jude Benningham would have been fantastic. <laughs> that guy, you guys are right, he's top class already. For his level, he's top class. But Dortmund won't want to lose two of their big players in one summer. Like, they'll Give them money, line. they'll take it. There's no way Dortmund will refuse. They'll take it. I think they'll take Euro. it. If, if, if you tabled 100 this million tomorrow, they'd be yeah, like, yeah, pack your bags. You're gone. Yeah, you're Dortmund. gone. I think for spotting it, you're used to it. I think, like, I think you know, if you play in that German league, you're used to it. You're used to it. You're just a seller club. Like forget, when you're buying, buying your neighbors, you just sell. It's yeah. only Bayern Munich that has sporting integrity. With all due respect, I'm not trying to diss Dortmund, but they would sell. They need that. They need uh, that money. They, they, they already have like a, a fresh sheet of 20 players they can buy for 10 million pounds and convert that money to another 50 million, 100 million pound player. They will sell. What they're just doing is uh, they're just trying to eke out, you know, get a top transfer every season. Mm. But if they mm. get bang, bang, like 
if if Man City didn't buy Haaland this season and next season, which we know um, Jude is most likely going, and Haaland was still there, they could sell the two of them in the same window. It's just a matter yeah. of okay, let's do once a season. That's just it. But it's still my know, dream signing. It's my dream signing for yeah, the midfield. Quite, my dream okay. signing. Everybody, everybody's dreaming about that boy. So it's gonna be. I'm telling, it's it's gonna be. It will. It won't be like uh, unless there's a coup like Haaland where people you know like City goals and because what happened with Haaland? That's that's what happened with Haaland was Mbappe. Mbappe took Madrid's eye off the ball, and they were so focused on him, and no other person wanted to go there because they knew it was expensive, and Man City decided to go there and do, do everything they had to do and get him. Because if Madrid knew they weren't going to get... Um, they would have been on him all over him. Yeah. They would have been all over him. And it would have been a more expensive transfer. So I think mm. that might be the case with Jude because nobody in this world would not want... Um, this thing. I'm talking about wasteful transfers. It was the same thing. Like I would have thought Chouameni was should have been about 50, 60 with all due respect for what he's done in football. And he was oh, yeah. in 100 million oh, yeah. euros. And I'm going... have, you seen, have, you, have you seen the spreadsheet for like... The, I think it's like the last 10 years, Monaco... Transfers. They've, yeah. they've recouped about just over half a billion in in transfers. Wow. Yeah, half and a billion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they develop players and sell a lot of players with yep. good money. And I'm going, wow, wow. <laughs> so, all right, we're about to wrap up, and our last topic for the day is a very light-hearted one. Funniest moments of the season. Please, oh, don't please let me go. Please first. don't mention my. <laughs> don't let me go please. first, please. <laughs> right, don't worry, right, you're, right, safe. you're safe. Funniest <laughs> moment of the season by for me a country mile discrediting you know the United stuff that that, that is its own <laughs> category uh, has to be Allison wasting time against Everton after Pickford did it all game all game I've never felt so happy and laughed so much in my life just the pointless we're already tuned up and just pointlessly wasting time just to you know rub it in Evertonian face especially Jordan Pickford's face. I mean, he's 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 a he's a he's a Liverpoolian treasure for the rest of it. Just for that moment alone, never mind all the amazing stuff he's in that one moment. Oh, it was, it was perfect. Perfect. <laughs> that's one of that's one other big disappointment for me. This is Everton not going down. I was just yes. so angry. I was so angry at Chelsea because it was Chelsea that gave them hope. Because if Chelsea had beaten them, they would have gone down. I was like, Chelsea, new guys cost this. You should have. You should have put Everton. Out of this league, like who they've lost that game than I've done. I was trying to say, but yeah, it was, uh, was uh, Sean Dyke and Co. too. I think they would have survived. I think everything just picked up good results at the right time. They, they right. beat United, beats I think they beat um, Chelsea in in the space of two weeks. So they got six points that nobody would have guaranteed them. You know that those are points you'd have thought ah they, yeah. they probably won't win any of those games and then they won both games and that that builds momentum for them. Yeah, but that Pickford one was so funny because Pickford was just I was been uh, a big like toss at the match. on the floor. Oh my god, I, hate him so much. I can't stand him. I can't stand Pickford. <laughs> and then I he was, a hero. Were United in that one? I wish I ever went down to. I was sick of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad it was Burnley because Burnley, nah, nah. There's, if there's a club that deserved to go down, it was Burnley. With all due respect, nah, nah, nah. They just been they just been paying their managers a lot of money and. Putting the rest of the money in their owner's pocket. Yeah. 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 That's what they're doing. Yeah. Surviving the Premier League to. But. uh, (laughs) We have one more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine is. Yeah. Mine is. um, Well, um, Joe Matip um, eating Anderson on the head. I I, 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 I
Like Liverpool scored a goal in Champions League. And all the other celebrates and back just came and eat Henderson on there like he was drumming on his head. And Henderson was like, ah, oh, who is this? <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, why? <laughs> and, just, and then Matty had this goofy, goofy laugh, very goofy laugh, and they made it into a meme. It became a meme. Like it was just like it was just so yeah. funny. I, I, I saw like, that yeah, meme, this... yes. I saw the meme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it just, it's just a it's a funny fella. That's um, Matty, he has this. He has this weird, not weird personality, he just has this laid-back personality that everything he does looks funny. Even when he's um, going up front um, from the back, he's just running, dribbling past watch. They're just like, this guy is just going to score one. And then eventually scored. He scored one of those goals that way. He just overlapped from the back. Then he played a one-two with Salah, and then Salah and gave it back and he scored. And you're thinking, <laughs> this guy, he could, do, he could do more of this. He could do more of this, yeah, really. He could. But it's funny when he's doing it. When he's going I'm, up front, it's funny. I'm convinced. I'm convinced the day Matip leaves is the day Van Dyke will consider leaving because they those two are like this. Van Dyke loves Matip. He loves loves him. Loves him. Let me ask you guys quickly. Do you have one more? Do you have one? Can you come up with one more each? Because uh, uh you guys don't want me to have the last word on this. Okay, since uh, you put it that way, you've put it okay, that way. So, so I'm I'll gonna say... just throw one in before you because <laughs> if I do it, you won't be you won't end on a happy note for you guys. <laughs> The funniest moment of the Liverpool season for me was Van Dijk doing a Maguire in the Champions League final. <laughs> that really annoyed me. Oh, <laughs> if you know how angry I was, Bucci, if you know, even before this pod, I was shouting at the TV, I was like, close him down. He does that a bit. No, sorry to go on a rant. I'm going to rant now. I'm going to rant. Van Dijk does that thing a bit where a player is coming and you think, why don't you go and close the player down? Go and put, Then you'll be waiting. And when that guy took the ball, and Valverde, when Valverde took the ball, he was in loads of space. And Van Dijk had a chance to go and close him down. And I was screaming. I'm not joking. I was screaming. Go and close him down. Go and close him down. He didn't. And the next thing, the guy just hit the ball across and he scored. What's more and disappointing is that it was, it was, now, it was I, only Valverde. It's, it was only Valverde. If it was Vinicius, fair enough. But it was... Ah, uh, no, it should have. People want to blame Trent. People want to blame Trent for that goal. Mm. For me, it's, Van, it's on Van Dijk. It's on Van Dijk. He should have gone close... Put pressure on the person who is about to cross the ball because there was nobody else in the box. Why are you standing there on the edge and then like was like a Maguire? He was trying to anticipate the pass for the overlap. He was trying to ah, no. watch him. Ah, and it, then, it, and then it annoyed me. Known yeah. Ah, so, it annoyed me. It annoyed me. I was like, no, that's his fault. I, that's understandable. That whole match would have annoyed you. Everything about that game would have annoyed you. So. <laughs> no, it did. Trust me, it, it annoyed me. Everything about yeah. it. Yeah. So, right, you said you have one more. Um, nah, it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Come on, nine zero. I'll, I'll end on my nine zero. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's nine okay. zero. Liverpool fans singing Ollie at the wheel. Yeah, that was, that was a funny one. That was a funny one. That was, that was a funny yeah, one. That was, yeah, that was, that was an enjoyable one. one. Yeah. I did enjoy it. <laughs> Ole, Ole, the legend. Oh, I, it, it's, it's, still, one, it's still a legend. It's still a legend. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. A, not a legendary manager. If anybody tells me anything about the managing that club, I'll knock him out. Straight forward. Just go and boom, knock him in the mouth. Just keep quiet, please. All right, guys. Um, We've come to the end. Of this episode, uh, it's been a good review. 
this one went very fast because you know when things are going well you guys seem to have a lot you know you have quicker things to say if it was Manchester United <laughs> we would have a lot of arguments going on right two now. hours so, you guys yeah, we spent did two hours we spent two, two hours. hours but then we also had about six people and oh god everybody had something nasty to say <laughs> but, you know, um congratulations on a disappointing almost quadruple season but uh thank you we'll manage it like that we'll manage at the same time it was better than what a lot of people had i don't wish you well next season that's, that's just the, that's just the truth i don't wish you Vice well next season. but like i, I, I think yeah. you guys should do well in the champion not in the champions thing in the transfer market you tend to do well there uh but uh you know eventually all good things come to an end and i have an inkling feeling that it's about to end sometime. And I'll pray it ends in tears, man. I pray it ends in tears. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell, brother. We have club, we have club for four more years. Four more years. Yeah, you forget so. that's the best signing of the season, regardless of what happens. That contract exactly. is the signing of the season. Uh, I pray, exactly. I pray it gets overwhelmed like he did in Dortmund and goes, I'm not going to see this contract there. That guy is You know, wishes are not horses, you know. So, yeah, uh, so that's about it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of this podcast. Uh, once again, this is YouTube at Footy Fantasy, Facebook at Footy Fantasy, Twitter at Footy 80 Fantasy. Please follow us, subscribe, and drop your comments. We'll read them after. And if we need to come back to it, we'll come back and address it. Um, it's been a wonderful season. We're looking forward and preparing for next season, which probably uh, not probably which will start in about exactly eight weeks from now so wow. we will do more reviews we'll do a monthly review later we'll review the whole premier league season and um talk about what we look forward to doing next season and a lot of your regulars will be back and uh, you'll probably see ryan one more time before the summer is over <laughs> definitely you see a lot of me and dollar so please follow subscribe and uh, it was nice having you good night cheers guys thank you all the best bye